0: Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. We appreciate you listening to AFR. And uh, I'm Tim Wildman. As the, I think the announcer just told you that. And Ed Battagliano is in studio with me. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. Fred Jackson. Hello there. So Ed, you're having um, you were talking to the computer screen prior to the to the uh, program. Yes, I'm just. What's going tell on you, there?
0: I, I'm just getting tired of technology. Right. I tried to get on Facebook. Uh-huh. It won't let me on. Uh-huh. It's telling me I've got to have a two-part authentication process Mm, Wow! said that i requested it and then i'm supposed to look for some code generator i can't (laughs) find it i'm trying to get onto my own facebook page so you're telling me that you didn't do what facebook is saying you did no i did not why would I want to double <laughs> my frustration by requiring yet another level of security? Then I tried to get on streaming our streaming platform, yeah, streaming. AFA. A- and we have not only a your email and your password, but you've got to prove you're not a robot. I've oh, got. We to, put
1: that on there too, where yes. you have to find the bikes
0: in the. Eight no, pictures? no, this is different. Oh, you, that's Google in it. You just got to look at the the number and letter combination, okay, and get it right. And uh-huh. apparently, it took me too long to type that in because I had to start that all over again. You know, I, I, I just.
2: And you need to speak to the head of the IT department.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, that kid. I think you know
2: him well.
1: That that kid. Like in, he lived in your house for a long time. Yes. Oh, well, let me tell you, we're protected.
0: <laughs> we're protected from staff, even. For those who don't
1: know Ed's son, Tony uh, is our IT director here and does an excellent job. And uh-huh. that's He's what, too that's smart what, for his own good. <laughs> that's what it, Fred's telling that's telling Ed. If you have got a problem with our technology, go see this, <laughs> the boy that grew up in your house.
0: He, maybe he, he actually turned me. out to be smarter than yeah. I thought. He's he's very good at this kind of thing. Yeah, he is. And uh, sure uh, is. we don't have time to call him over here right no, now. No, you, you know I'm I I'm I'm done with it. You
1: know what? I think I told y'all this one. Before, I told you this before, but I saw a funny thing about technology a couple months ago, and um, it said. Uh, for once I would like when you have you know how you have password Hades? Yes. Okay. And it said for once I would like the computer to shoot back and say, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I knew what you meant. Okay, you've tried three times. Yeah. We'll let you in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll let you in. All right. Well, again, thanks for joining us, everybody. If you want to watch on the Internet, there's a couple of ways. Assuming you can do something that Ed couldn't do, and that's get, his, get on his own Facebook page. Uh, we are live video streaming on Facebook. If you want to just type in Today's Issues, we have a page there for the program, Today's Issues. We also have our own live video streaming service now called streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net. And uh, there's just check it out. That's our own American Family Association's uh, streaming service that we provide. So we don't have to count on outside services to uh, carry our show or ban us in the case of YouTube. Uh, I get We're banished for life, I think, on YouTube. Uh, right, right, Brent? Uh, I just want to make sure that it's, yes, sir. it's a lifetime sentence. It's a permanent ban. Yeah, permanent. That's what that means, right? Permanent. Yes. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. So, uh, all right, uh, Fred, what is leading the news this morning?
2: Well, uh, 24 hours ago on our program here, we were talking and warning people about the weather that was headed this direction. And when you
1: say this direction
2: uh, into the southeast, yes, uh, where we are, where we are. And actually all the way up into the Midwest, Uh, just a lot of cold air coming down from Canada. Colliding with a lot of warm air coming up from the Gulf. And that is a recipe for tornadoes. And that prediction certainly came through last night. Yeah. Uh, multiple tornadoes across Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. Uh, probably when it comes to building destruction, Alabama, uh, Alabama and Mississippi in particular, Mississippi and Caledonian, Lowndes County, in Caledonia, the grocery store damaged. Uh, There fire station shredded and a house toppled, but uh, no loss of life. But in Alabama, two people were killed in the Flatwood community just north of the city of uh, Montgomery. They were in their home that was struck by a tree uh, that had come down uh, because of the tornado. So um, as often happens, you get a lot of rain uh, as the front is moving through. That dampens up the ground, makes it really soft. Then these tornadoes come in, and they topple the trees. And that's that's why it's it's so dangerous.
1: We were I was sitting at home yesterday with my wife at lunch. I took lunch home to her on our patio. And this is about noon or 1230 or so.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the skies, of course, we live in Tupelo, and we were experiencing what many people, you know, the thunderstorms and the bad weather yesterday. But the, the, the it was quiet. It was kind of eerily quiet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, there was no thunder, no lightning, no real hard rain, uh, but a, a lightning bolt came out of nowhere. If they can, if they can do that, yeah. came out of nowhere and hit about a hundred yards from where we were sitting on our Ooh, patio. That's scary. Yeah, you, my so my turnip greens went all over, <laughs> went all over the place, and uh, no, that was. That was the first time. Now I've seen lightning and and been close before, but nothing. If you've ever had a lightning bolt
0: within a hundred yards of you, oh yeah.
1: You, you have you had that happen? Oh before? yes,
0: and it, it, it's extremely loud, and you you can tell it's close because there's no there's no like delay in the fire. Right. It's just the lightning and then the loud bang, and that's that's why we were talking yesterday afternoon. Uh, that that's why they they tell you. That's why they break up ball games and stuff or, or close golf courses, right. even when there's just clouds and you go, well, there's no lightning. It's not even raining. Right. Well, that's because those lightning bolts can come without any warning. They don't have to be in the midst of a thunderstorm. full-on thunderstorm. Right. Yeah. That lightning bolt can just
2: hit. That that happened to me one time. I was coming back. I don't live about five minutes from our, our home base here. Come back uh, one day uh, after lunch and it was partly sunny out but there were clouds around and i had my window on, the, on my vehicle was down and i had come to a stop the hair on the back of my head started to go up and i said something going on here i rolled my window up and then there was this clap of thunder and i thought you know i just came mighty close to something but my first indication was the hair went up on the back of my head.
1: Really, the so electri- it's electricity. The electricity. In The air.
2: Yes, and then the bang
1: occurred. Wow! Did you see it out of the corner of your eye or in front of you? It was bright
2: sunshine, so you could really couldn't see but, but, the. Li- but you heard the. Bo- you heard the lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. yes. Did I ever? Yeah. That was scary. That's the closest yeah. I've come. Yeah, that was you know that was uh, and you you mentioned the tree that fell through the
1: house that killed the people. Yeah, uh, how many people passed away? Two,
2: two people were killed. Um, we're in the uh, north of Montgomery. This was say? Flat uh, Flatwood, which is a community yeah. just north of Montgomery.
1: That's another thing you can't prepare for, really. That happened to to our family too about twenty five years ago. We were in the den at my father in law's house. He since he since passed. Um we were all out there uh, it was out in the country but pine trees mm-hmm. all over the place okay mm-hmm. pine trees and we it was a thunderstorm came through and we're sitting there in the and and in the den and all of a sudden this um, pine tree comes crashing through the den's roof into oh. the while you guys were in there yeah yeah now i my allison and i were i think we were a few feet away we were looking out the front door but the rest of the family was in there in the den Mm. and this tree comes this tree branch limb comes through crashing through the roof crashing through the ceiling into the middle of the den nobody was hurt thank god yeah but uh you talk about a surreal moment you're going did that just happen? Yeah. Do we have a tree here? Yes. In our de- yes, we do have a tree here in our den. And and nobody's hurt, okay, but water's pouring through. Of course, that was the least of our concerns at the time. But, right. I mean, it was a, like a big gaping hole.
0: We had to, They had to leave their house. And you think a roof is sturdy until it meets a falling tree. <laughs> right. A, a tree, the tree. Is, is a dangerous thing to right. – I mean, it'll, it'll crush whatever. It'll crush cars or
1: – Yeah, I, yeah and the, the but anyway they were after that they cut some of the pine trees down but still you know the pine trees yeah uh they grow you know 100 mm-hmm. i don't know 8 50 100 feet high or more but anyway uh so uh, are those thunderstorms moving through the mid-atlantic yeah. right now
2: yeah early this morning i was looking at the radar it moved into uh eastern alabama and then into georgia and it just keeps rolling across the country right now so it, it's not over yet uh in the wake of all of this, there's still about forty thousand people without power in some of these states that have been affected by this. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's one of those things uh, when you we're going it- to
1: have to do some kind of negotiation, Fred, with your home country <laughs> <laughs> because they they every year they send this coal air mass down. I know from from Canada
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, blows and they send it right down into. Uh, the heartland of America in the Southeast. Nothing's worse than a winter vortex coming from Canada. (laughs) I said yesterday, you weren't in here. I had a good joke yesterday. Yeah. Uh, So Fred's talking yesterday, you know, in preparation for the storms. You know, how the cold air is coming down from Canada. And I said, and it clashes with the hot air from Washington, (laughs) (laughs) D.C. You like that one? I do like that. That's pretty good. I just came up with that. (laughs) So they clash right out here. That's classic. Yeah, in the the flower country.
2: Well, the Canadians have elected uh, young Trudeau as the prime minister. That should diminish some of the hot air or or cold air. (laughs) And make more hot air from Canada. All right. uh,
1: Another story. (laughs) Another story. Yesterday we had talked, we've been talking about the vote that, that was going to take place and did take place in the United States Senate uh, yesterday. You want to tell us about that, Fred? And then
2: yeah. Uh, once again, on? the Democrats named it the respect for marriage act and uh, really it's all about uh, imposing homosexual marriage on the country. And that's what it was about. The story has been that there are 12 Senate Republicans going along with the Democrats. And last night, uh, despite efforts to persuade some of these twelve, because they needed Democrats needed sixty votes to get this through in the Senate, and to persuade some of these Republicans uh, that they shouldn't vote this direction, uh, those Republicans did not listen. Uh, they joined. There were with
1: twelve the, of them, right?
2: Twelve Senate yeah, Republicans. J-
1: just to set this up and try to—it's kind of complicated mm-hmm. uh, issue to explain. <clears throat> We had the uh, Obergefell. Obergefell Supreme Court decision in 2015. 15. 15. Okay. Everybody remembers that. That was when the Supreme Court uh, basically allowed same-sex marriages to become the law of the land. Uh, up until that point, a lot of, a lot of states, especially red states, had laws that define marriage as between a man and a woman, which has been the definition of marriage since the dawn of civilization. Yeah. Okay. But we Americans, uh, uh, broadly and generally speaking, decided it was, uh, you know, some Americans decided it was a good idea to change that definition. Well, <clears throat> so since uh, what, what, does, what the Congress has done now, what they're voting on is – uh, to keep, try to keep from happening what happened with the Roe versus Wade decision. That is, it being ultimately overturned by the Supreme Court and abortion law being sent back to the states to regulate. So they wanted to what's called codify. See how difficult and complicated and boring this gets? Right. Uh, the, the Senate and the, and the House, uh, controlled by the Democrats, wanted to codify or set in stone the idea that uh, homosexual marriage shall be here and forevermore in the United States uh, legal. So that was what the vote was about because Clarence Thomas, one of the Supreme Court justices, had indicated that the Supreme Court may be willing at some point to revisit a uh, and perhaps overturn that, which again would send uh, marriage definition back to the states. Is that. Everybody yes. following me here? What's going on here? Yes. So now we have a vote to codify, and the uh, the Democrats needed enough Republicans to go along with them to do this, and they needed to get to sixty total senators, and they did that yesterday with the help of twelve. Right, twelve. Correct. Of twelve Republicans, and we've named them uh, before. To their shame, oh. these these twelve uh, Republicans voted with the Democrats. So that happened. There's nothing we can do about it. It's going to pass in the House because the Democrats control the House. This is a lame duck session. Now, Ed, having said all what I just said to maybe let people understand what what happened, what's going on here, we we advocated, as did a lot of people, the uh, amendment by Senator Mike Lee of Utah that would uh, grant uh, uh, religious freedom assurances for people who didn't want to <clears throat> uh, participate in a same-sex wedding, for example, uh, so and, and, and religious freedom, you know, to, to use your conscience to say, no, I don't want to participate in a, a, a same-sex marriage. That failed. That amendment failed. So right. now we don't really
0: know where this is going to go, do we? Well, okay, so—, so- what, uh, as I understand what a- Abraham Hamilton III has explained to us, Our he's constitutional con- constitutional uh, attorney, um, uh, w- w- the bill as it stands now, it does have to go back to the House. And technically, there have been a few changes in the Senate versions, but the expectation is the Senate, I mean, the House and the Senate will quickly agree and this will be passed. It will go to the president, President Biden, and he'll sign it into law. The, our understanding is that the current version of this bill only protects churches and pastors. The Mike Lee Amendment, as you pointed out, was put forth in order to protect Christian colleges, universities, Christian schools, uh, daycare Christian, centers. Christian business owners, maybe? Nonprofits, also people who own Christian businesses. The fear is that this law could be used by people in a as a legal bludgeon so maybe groups like ours nonprofit will will be sued because we will not hire homosexual people who are married we wouldn't hire practicing homosexuals anyway that's far-fetched I think I I think we're gonna have to wait and see how it is how this uh, bill is used. I, I, I'm not
1: far-fetched for us or churches, I'm saying. We're, we're an association
0: of churches uh, right. by our definition of the IRS. But colleges, Christian colleges. Yes. Yeah. May uh, be subject. May be subject to lawsuits because they will not allow, for example, in student housing, homosexual couples. Right. Or they say, listen, if you want to come here you uh, and you want to teach on, the, on our faculty, you have to. If you're married, you have to be married to an, an opposite sex individual. You can't be married to a same sex person. And the fear is that because there are no protections in the so called Respect for Marriage Act for those schools, nonprofits, they could be sued.
1: Let me ask you one other question relative to this. This this what was passed yesterday in the Senate and will be passed in the House and Biden will sign it. Could that law itself not be overturned by the Supreme Court at some point? Well, I because the Supreme Court has the last say mm-hmm. in our in our constitutional system. Now we do have checks and balances. We do have, you know, th- we have executive, legislative, and judicial. But in the end, it's the Supreme Court that gets to decide. Well, what's par- part part of what this
0: not. law does is that it requires it states okay that if. Obergefell is overturned okay. by the Supreme Court. Okay, All states must honor the marriage laws of other states. So a couple, a lesbian couple moving to Mississippi from California, Mississippi would be forced by this law to honor, according to the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution, they would have to honor the marriage of that couple in California. Yes, if Obergefell is overturned, that means states would go back to deciding their own marriage laws, laws. marriage laws, but you'd ha- we'd have to recognize. So I think that would stand. I don't think that could be overturned before the Supreme court. The only thing that I think could be challenged is if this law is used in a right. legal sense as a bludgeon against Christian universities, I think clearly you go to the Supreme court and say, we're, we are not according to the first amendment required to honor this law And maybe that portion of it would be overturned.
2: Yeah, just one more aspect of this. I, I yeah. mentioned to you guys this morning during our story meeting, one of the 12 Republicans voting with the Democrats was Senator Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming. She is quoted in a story that we have at AFN.net right now as to what she called... She went through some fairly brutal self soul searching. Is
1: this you quoting her?
2: Yes. Some
1: fairly brutal self
2: self soul searching. Okay. What did she find uh, before supporting the bill? She said that she accepts her church's belief that a marriage is between a man and a woman, but noted that the country was founded on the separation of church and state. Now, here's a direct quote: "We do well," from Senator Loomis. We do well by taking this step, not embracing or validating each other's devoutly held views, but by the simple act of tolerating
0: them. All right, Ed, what's wrong with that? Uh, A lot is wrong with that. First of all, the idea that this country was founded on separation of church and state is right and wrong, okay? It is right in terms of the fact that no official church— can be chosen by the federal government, and everybody's required to belong to that church, but the idea that that also means that Christians can't vote according to their deeply held religious beliefs and vote on that basis is sheer lunacy. I think that what Senator Cynthia Loomis what with all due respect I don't know much about her, but that's that is an argument meant to cover personal cowardice, because if this passing this bill is all about respecting one another's views, then why wouldn't these senators, including Cynthia Loomis, these Republican senators, why wouldn't they have voted for the Mike Lee amendment, which would have, which would have said, Hey, listen, we just all want to respect one another's views. No Christians or Christian organization or Christian school is going to be forced to do anything they don't want to do Okay, They wouldn't vote for it, uh-huh. these senators. So this isn't about respecting one another's views. This is about scoring points. And so I'm sorry, Senator Loomis, but w- your argument in defense of voting for this garbage, okay, uh, I think is going to end up to your shame if this law, as we suspect it will, is used against Christians and against their sincerely hold held views. Why would the Democrats not want the Mike Lee amendment? That's right. The point is they know this is a weapon. Mm-hmm. They know that this is intent intended to be used as a weapon against Christians. And that's why Democrats didn't want the Senator Mike Lee amendment either. Yeah.
2: But I can't understand why these, these Republicans argued that the compromise that uh, Republican Senator Collins had come up with, with Democrat Senator Baldwin, that covered, they said, uh, religious tolerance. So, Mike Lee just wanted to underline that, and he spelled it out a little bit more in his amendment. Yeah, But it was, they rejected that.
0: It was much, it was much clearer. Yes. The protections for religious liberty were made much clearer by the Mike Lee Amendment, and the but, Democrats didn't want it, and these 12 Republicans didn't want it, and I'm suspicious of both groups. Let me just say this to, uh, we applaud
1: the other Republicans who did stand firm yes on this that that not go unnoticed yeah uh, there it's, there would have been 38 right 38 Republicans who did the right thing yes right. zero Democrats yes did the right thing on this uh, issue
0: and for people like uh, Senator Loomis Uh, Dan Sullivan of Alaska, Joni Ernst of Iowa, Todd Young of Indiana. We're not going to forget this.
1: We'll be back momentarily with more of today's issues on AFR. Stay with us.
3: When you hear this... This is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective.
4: Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience.
3: If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net.
1: The Changing of the Guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington National Cemetery. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Hey, on our spiritual heritage tours in June and September of 2023, we're going to be going to the Arlington National Cemetery as one of our stops, and we'll be seeing the gravesite of John F. Kennedy. We'll be going to the Changing of the Guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier that I just mentioned, which is just a, a very patriotic place to be in those hallowed grounds of arlington national cemetery so it's going to be just one of our stops and one of our days we're going to see the capitol building we're going all over washington dc including mount vernon george washington's home so if you want to go with us then go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com spiritualheritagetours.com the itinerary the cost the dates everything is there spiritualheritagetours.com
3: Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Franklin Graham is telling Christians to beware of false teachers. The famed evangelist speaking out after a minister at Trinity College asserted that Jesus is transgender. Joshua Heath is facing global outrage for the sermon he delivered at the school. He also likened the pierced side of our Lord to the part of the female anatomy. It was heinous, and Franklin Graham says it was heresy. A number of parishioners fled the church in tears, other furious, and rightfully so. Graham says to insinuate the Son of God is transgender or to sexualize his death on the cross for the sins of mankind is utter heresy. The University of Cambridge defended Heath, calling it a thought-provoking academic inquiry. Well, it's part of an effort to feminize our Lord. ABC's The View recently announced Jesus would be the grand marshal at a gay pride parade. Again, these people are not Christians. They're heretics. I'm Todd Stearns. In Him, we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything in conformity with the
0: purpose of His will. Ephesians 111. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Did you guys see this This uh, uh, volcano in, in Hawaii is mm-hmm. erupted Yeah, on the Big Island? I mean, these images are just... Uh, like uh, fascinating,
0: mm-hmm. I guess you could it, say. And scary, isn't it? And scary, because I, yeah. I when I was I was looking at this when we first uh, came in here. I was watching the video on the Fox uh, website, and I thought, what happens if it just keeps this lava just keeps spreading? Like there's nowhere to go on an island.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, you know? yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I don't. It's a big island. They call it yeah. the Big Island, but still. Um, there was a picture this happened about three or four years ago and there was a photograph of a man golfing and in the background was volcano going off and it was like it wasn't you know it wasn't going to interfere with his golf game on on the on the island of hawaii I'm in saying. other
0: words they're used to that they're, they're, yeah
1: yeah but this is uh yeah these are yeah now um the well, I'm about to get into stuff. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I got to sound like I do. That these uh, the the carbon emissions uh, are the that's delivered. If that's that's not the right way to say it, but uh, that's how about this? This will work. The toxins that are released from Mother Earth, so to speak, when these volcanoes go off, uh-huh. are like a million SUVs. <laughs> for a year yeah huh? mm-hmm. i mean it's it, they they but yeah these are the rivers of lava yeah uh flowing down from this volcano in hawaii all the way down to the uh to the
0: ocean so it's just it, it is it, remarkable the, the the video image imagery and you know what's what's interesting is that you know they used to have to catch capture that kind of imagery with a helicopter now yeah. they just use drones yeah, they can get a lot closer and get yeah. more spectacular yeah.
1: footage anyway i guess we got our tornadoes here where we live and they got their volcanoes and i'm, I'm sure there's
0: i'm sure there's people down on the florida gulf coast right who play golf until the last minute when a hurricane's <laughs> approaching you people well, you get, can
1: hit your drive a lot further oh man with a uh 75 mile an hour wind at your back <laughs> All right, uh Fred, what's the next story? Well,
2: Elon Musk, uh, the new owner of Twitter. I love that of, guy. Of Twitter, I don't even know him. Who's not a conservative? No. He's what I love about him. Libertarian. I wish he were a conservative, but the fact that
1: he's libertarian and he's 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 he's, he's got the he got the
2: progressives and liberals uh their hair's on fire. Their heads are spinning. Of, yeah. And continue to do so. Uh, but uh, as we mentioned yesterday, the White House is getting involved with this. They're very concerned. That well, he, that about it, Elon Musk? Oh, yeah. That he is dropping its COVID-19 misleading, so-called misleading information policy. That just have has the White House heads are spinning. Talk about Twitter. Talk about Twitter. Elon Musk, the richest
1: man in the world, bought Twitter. Everybody knows that now. Yeah. And he's gone in there. He's making these. Uh, changes to Twitter Mm -hmm. uh, because, uh, he's, he basically, they had become a a leftist tool yeah, and he's saying, we got to clean all this up. We got to make it a a space for all people to participate. And so what you're talking about here is people had been banished. Correct me if I'm wrong from Twitter Mm -hmm. by Twitter because of their views on COVID-19.
2: Correct. Right? That's correct.
1: And what he's done yesterday, he said that no longer is that going to be the case. Is MR, I got that story yes, right? right.
2: We're, we're going to allow uh, different points of view on other issues as well. Uh, because we know, you know, Twitter didn't want the uh, the story of uh, of the, the laptop. Oh, yeah,
1: 100, 100 laptop. And they, we can talk they, about that, too. Uh, now, do you have, we need to play this again. I think we
2: played it yesterday. Yes, what you're going to hear is a clip of Karine Jean-Pierre, the official White House spokesperson, saying the government is going to be monitoring social media, which is scary. We can talk about that. But you're also going to hear Fox host uh, Jimmy Fela says, if you want to protect democracy, let the sun in. So you're going to hear from KJP first and then the response from Jimmy Fela. Cut number two
3: we're all keeping a close eye on this we're all uh, uh monitoring uh what's what's currently uh, occurring it sounded a lot like the threat like we're monitoring twitter's activity we're watching this closely sounded a lot like hey it's a nice app you got here it'd be a shame if something happened to it very shakedown wow. and i want to say this really quick harris you know who should be behind elon musk disclosing all of this back channel communication surrounding the Hunter Biden suppression is anybody who truly means that they want to protect democracy. Like if you're truly a defender of democracy and he's sitting on proof that the government may have colluded with big tech Mm -hmm. to censor a story potentially damaging to a candidate, that is by definition election interference. That is election interference. So what uh, what
2: Jimmy Fallon is saying there. We've had the Biden administration and the president himself saying we must defend democracy. Well, a hallmark of democracy is freedom of information. But you just had KJP there saying we gotta watch this Twitter guy.
1: Because, All of us,
2: she said, are watching Yeah, this. we we've gotta watch him because he may put out information there that we disagree with. Right. If that doesn't sound like Beijing. Right. And right. and that's what Phil is saying. If you want to protect democracy you let the sun and you allow freedom of information, and let the people decide listen, whether that's nonsense or not.
1: Listen, had this been a Trump
2: White House spokesperson, oh,
1: and and our Republican president of any stripe, and their press secretary had said, you know what, we're we're watching closely what. Uh, what they say on the view. What they say on the view, and you know, we'll be paying attention to what they're saying. You know what? I'm, you know what? You know what I'm saying?
2: Hey, ABC, We uh, yeah. You come before the FCC with yeah. your license. Our Facebook. What yeah. if the Republican President
1: spokesperson has said we're we're paying attention. we're watching what Facebook they keep basically they keep on they'll get what's coming to them mm. if they keep crossing us. That's basically what she's saying yeah. right there. And there was no outrage that I saw from the uh, left in this
2: country.
0: No, the only outrage is being directed towards Elon Musk. Listen, the uh, I'm not familiar with that, that, that guy. His name's not Jimmy Fallon. That's Jimmy Falla? Yes. Okay, he's a Fox News contributor, I'm Correct. guessing? Correct. Okay, the, 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 the really critical part at the end there, too, is him discussing as Elon Musk with his team, I don't know how many he's got, as they go through the algorithms and the emails and the other communications internally in twitter uh-huh. as if they if they find communications with the white house and the white house communicating with twitter saying we want we want you to squelch this hunter biden laptop story because it could influence the election that's huge uh-huh. because that would that would mean that the white house was admittedly using social media to affect the outcome of the election
1: and Twitter was all in. Okay. If I can caveat what you're saying a little bit or correct a little bit of what you're saying, it wouldn't have been the white house because the white house was controlled under Trump at the time. I'm talking about the Hunter Biden story. Okay. Okay. So, however, uh, the FBI intervened. Okay. The FBI, even though, it was I don't know if it's Christopher Ray. It was who was who was in charge of the White House. He's still in charge of the White. I mean, excuse me, of the FBI. FBI. But what they did, you remember, because this is what Mark Zuckerberg said to, to jo, uh, Rogan, the podcaster. Joe Rogan said, the podcaster. Remember, Zuckerberg was on his show a couple months months ago. Mark Zuckerberg said, yeah, the FBI came to us and said there's some uh, there's some misinformation about to come out uh and you need to be aware of that and uh, so zuckerberg said we took that as our cue from the fbi that when the hunter biden laptop story broke by the new york post we needed to censor it or to stop it because that was
0: the misinformation the fbi was talking about yeah okay Yeah, i should have said uh biden um not administration the biden campaign if, yes. If, if, yes, there's, the Biden campaign. if there's communications yes. with social media to, say, squelch this story. But you're right. If it's the FBI, even though it was under the Trump administration, we all we all have the suspicions that the intelligence community, including the FBI, were working against the sitting president at that time. That's a deep Donald state. Donald Trump, yeah. That's a deep state. Well, yeah, and,
1: and uh, so, so now Twitter, who also – uh, Banned the story. We're talking about, just to review, I know er- almost everybody knows this. The New York Post, the fourth largest newspaper in America, broke the story a couple of weeks before the 2020 election between Trump and Biden about Hunter Bi- Hunter Biden's laptop that he left at the repair shop. This <laughs> sounds like a, some kind of a John Grisham novel, sort of um, a, a bizarre m- m- Movie that you wouldn't believe. So Hunter Biden leaves his laptop at the, doesn't come back to get it. He's got all this it's sensitive information, these personal emails, uh, talking about his international business dealings and all this other sordid stuff that, in prostitutes and uh, it's stuff you can't even talk about on the radio. All this stuff is on this computer, laptop. Hunter Biden never comes back to get it. Uh, it's handed over to the FBI through rudy rudolph Giuliani, i think i mean it's the fbi ultimately ends up with this laptop well and they've had it since then but uh what happened was realizing the damage that could be done to biden in the last two or three weeks of the campaign and it may in fact if it uh, helped get uh, trump elected that's when the left wing media and the deep state went into uh panic mode uh and they 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 used everything they had to squelch that story, mm-hmm. Twitter, squelch it, Facebook, squelch it. FBI is working on behalf of the Biden campaign. Yeah, right, right. right. And uh, so that's what that's what happened, right there. And uh, uh, the the other thing was, uh, well, I won't go into that, but that's what happened right there. So when people talk about the deep state, there is such a it's the deep state that's. Uh, uh, the, the, that's controlled by progressives, so called a we call them regressives and they're all Democrats and some of them are, have been Republicans, James Comey, for example, but they were working against president Trump in any way that they could. Uh, and, uh, so, and they, now a lot of them are trying to cover up mm-hmm. for what happened. Oh, I know what else I was going to mention. Remember remember the deep state also uh, was able to get like 100 intelligence professionals, defense officials, former uh, uh, you know administration for Democrats, Obama team. Remember that list of about, I don't know, it was about 100 of them, 75, 100 of them, who all signed this letter saying that the laptop, Hunter Biden laptop, had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. Yep. You remember that? They were so the, the media, the liberal media was using that letter by all these deep staters as cover mm-hmm. for them saying, You can't believe anything about this Hunter Biden laptop story. Yeah. In
0: fact, there there are montages out there of news media personality after news media personality repeating. This is Russian disinformation. You've seen those? Yes. Those oh, yeah. yeah. Russian disinformation, Russian, dis, Russian disinformation, all coming from this list of supposed intelligence experts right. who I'm guessing had not seen what was on the laptop yet. No, they didn't know that. So how did they know? They
1: didn't know. Right. No, they were just covering because they desperately wanted to beat Trump and they had to get their guy Biden in. And this story, whether it was true or not, if it hurts Biden, we got to suppress it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what this is all about. Interesting. Now, Elon Musk is saying, you know what? We've got to release to the public what went on at Twitter Mm -hmm. now that I bought it. And we'll just let everybody know what happened during this uh, Hunter Biden laptop story that Twitter uh, suppressed. Uh, (laughs) This guy, this guy is, uh, he's an unusual fella. Talking about Elon Musk. But good for him yeah because uh, he's saying uh, as CEO of this company, I've got to let everybody know what happened during that story because I've got to rebuild trust with uh, customers yeah, right? Uh, so you know a lot some of their customers are liberal, some of them are conservative, some of them are in between. But he's saying even though he's a libertarian, not a Republican or a conservative necessarily, he's saying we got to tell everybody and show everybody what happened right here. And interesting now, today just before we came on the air, I saw a news story where the uh, the the, the fellow who was in charge of Twitter's uh, I don't know, Sa- him? it's
2: called the safety
1: All right, chief. Tell us about that part of this story.
2: Yeah, the headline is this: ex-Twitter safety chief admits Hunter Biden laptop censorship was a mistake. Um, this guy's name is Joel Roth said that despite concerns about the authenticity of the laptop story, it still still did not reach a point where he wanted to remove the content, which was later censored anyway. And so he says, we didn't know what to believe. We didn't know what was true. There was smoke. And ultimately, for me, it didn't reach a place where I was comfortable removing this content from Twitter. So this is what Roth said. This was the guy in charge of safety. I guess safety with regards to what was released on Twitter. He was for releasing it, but I guess he got voted down or told, no, uh, we've got to keep it under wraps. Now, there's another interesting development on in this story. Tim Scott, who is the CEO of Apple.
1: No, that's the senator from South Carolina.
2: Tim Cook. Tim yes. Cook. I'm sorry. Tim Cook. Yeah, unless something's changed. No, in the no, last 24 hours. no, no. I
1: thought Tim, Scott was still a senator. Tim Cook. That's okay. what I
2: get for googling.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, Tim Cook. Because I was
1: going to cheer that move. <laughs> if we got Tim Scott taking over Apple, yes, I got two thumbs up for that one.
2: Yeah, don't hold your breath on that. One. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the Apple CEO is in an interview the other day, a, a kind of quote, quotations expressing concern about what's going on at Twitter to the point where there was a subtle threat that we might have to remove twitter from our app store if this continues
0: which by the way would be huge it oh. w- would be a huge hit oh yeah to twitter because people would not be able to go to the app store yes. apple and download the app to access twitter they could go to the to the uh android version yes. of that but yes. so
2: Anyway, uh, so getting involved with that and responding to that is the governor of Florida, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He was on uh, Fox last night. This is what he had to say about that. Cut number three.
3: They are trying to get Elon Musk, Twitter off the App Store, potentially, which would be a huge blow for free speech. And so this is maybe the most powerful company uh, in the entire world, uh, certainly one of the most powerful companies in American history. They exercise more authority in some respects than even some governments do. Uh, and they're using their authority to protect the CCP. uh, while we'll also try to limit speech here in the United States.
2: And what he's talking about there? CCP is Communist China. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the online version of a of a Twitter in China, and so there the Chinese government is suppressing information there. Uh, so, well, I think what he's saying is here, Apple is doing business with Communist
1: China. Yes, who persecutes people all the while. Uh, threatening to break off business with Twitter. Yes. Because Elon Musk is opening up Twitter and cleaning it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's, that's basically what. In other words, it's not just going to be leftist censorship that goes on any longer. Right. That's what Governor DeSantis
0: right there now, is, was he is threatening, talking about. Was Governor DeSantis, did he threaten uh, maybe action? Um, uh, antitrust action against. I did
2: not hear that Apple. The, okay. the- no,
1: I don't think he did, but he did re- reference that. He did reference that. Uh, you know, you could have potential uh, congressional uh, oversight issues here over a monopoly mm-hmm. like Apple. I don't know right. if you consider if Apple necessarily a monopoly, but so big that they control, they can, they can, they can start dominating and telling other companies like Twitter what to do and what not to do. But, but
2: this is scary in that we have not only an administration, the Biden administration, but you've got some of the big companies in this country like Apple who uh, apparently don't believe in free speech anymore.
0: Well, they certainly don't believe in it by virtue of the fact that they're doing business with the, Communist Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party. Yes. Listen, if Elon Musk can weather
1: this and he's got it, a lot of money <laughs> if he can weather this as ceo of twitter i'm talking about here's about what i mean by weather the lefties are out there and they're pressuring companies this is what they do successfully uh for a lot of, a lot of times they put this intense immediate uh, pressure on corporations to distance themselves from somebody or or some some event or some something like Elon Musk and Twitter. Twitter depends a lot on advertisers, like all social media companies, right? So so s- some name brand advertisers who've been on Twitter for a long time are have said, no, we're not going to advertise on there for now mm-hmm. because they're getting this intense pressure from the lefties. And they have a lot of people in those corporations themselves who are lefties and and uh, they agree with uh, go criticizing Elon Musk and Twitter so it but if he can weather that I think that uh, in the next three months or four or five six months all these companies are gonna come back if in fact Twitter grows they'll come back uh, uh, so it'll be interesting uh, but I, I think he's got the money because he he's to You know, to weather weather the storm, because he said yesterday, Twitter, Elon Musk, Hey, Apple's pulling back on their advertising on Twitter. He Mm -hmm. said that out in the open. He tweeted it, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So he's kind of in a cold war with Apple. Elon Musk is Elon Musk. uh, Listen, that guy, he, he has satellites that he has. I mean, this guy is the reason why he's the richest man in the world. Yeah. Uh, Richer than Bill Gates. Richer than his, cre- and he's a self-made multi-billionaire, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, <laughs> it's fun to watch. Quite frankly,
2: yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk tweeted yesterday a picture of his bedside table. Have you guys? Got- oh, yeah, I, I saw, saw
0: that. that. I saw that with the uh, uh the three can- cans, Diet Coke, three cans yeah.
2: of of caffeine-free Diet Coke, and a pistol. Well, the left has gone nuts over that,
0: and a picture of George Washington in the crossing the Delaware. Oh, yeah. the left has they—they they become unhinged at this guy. The insults that people were saying oh, to, to you Elon Musk—we can't repeat them. And I, I do want to say I was disappointed that he doesn't go with the high octane Diet Coke. He goes with the caffeine free. I yeah. think he needs the yeah. he, he needs the high octane. Right?
1: If you ever free. watch Ed, if you ever know Ed's a Diet Coke freak, um, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say you're a freak. You're.
0: You could say, you say it. I would. I'm a Diet
1: Coke freak. That's okay. I'm yeah. an, an addict. Yeah. Uh, or something. But anyway. I so, tried to quit. But you said uh, Elon Musk, the picture was him of, of caffeine free. Which yes. You, you yeah. don't go for that. No. No. Yeah. I, what's the point? That, that's, that's sissy. <laughs> yeah. Right? That, that's sissy Diet Coke, right? Yeah.
0: The little uh, C.C. Diet Coke. Uh,
1: anyway, we only have a few minutes left. Yeah, let me just tell folks you're listening to today's uh, issues on AFR. Thanks for listening, Tim, Ed, and Fred. If you want to send us an email, go to comments at AFR.net,
2: comments at AFR.net. Go ahead, Fred. What's next? Well, can't end the hour without some comments from my favorite senator. Who is? Kennedy. Kennedy. From senator Louisiana. Louis- from, John Kennedy. John Kennedy from Louisiana. From Louisiana.
0: You sure it's not Tim Scott? From
2: Apple? <laughs> no, no. I, th- I think we got that right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Senator John Kennedy was asked about the deal that the Biden administration has made with Venezuela. We will soon perhaps have oil tankers coming from Venezuela to this country because the United States doesn't have any oil of its own. Right. So, we so have- we're, we're going to buy oil from Venezuela? Oh, yes. Yes. Biden and, struck this deal, but the
1: planet's burning down. I know, but... Biden says the planet's burning down because we're driving SUVs. That's right. And now he, and 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 now he's going to buy oil to help us drive
2: more. Yeah, and we're buying it from a dictatorship. Oh wow! Uh, people are fleeing that country because can't make they're this oppressed. Stuff up. No, you can't. Uh, anyway, anyway, Senator John Kennedy has decided to uh, weigh in on this. Um, uh, just have a listen to Senator Kennedy. Cut one.
4: Actually, I used to have a uh, <clears throat> I used to have a a, a beagle named Roger. And Roger was a rascal. About every two weeks, Roger would run off. He'd always come back, but about half the time he'd come back dragging a uh, roadkill that he would hide under my back porch. Uh, President Biden's energy policy looks like something Roger used to keep <laughs> under my back porch. <laughs> Woke ideology says we have to get rid of oil and gas in the United States. So President Biden has developed a new energy policy and it is this instead of producing at a cheaper cost our own oil and gas in America, we're going to buy oil from foreign countries that hate us. In this case, Venezuela. So those foreign countries will have more money to buy weapons to try to kill us it's
0: a marathon a marathon he is he comes up with some classics and that that little uh listen is one of the things i love about southerners yeah is their ability to tell stories oh yeah that's a great story that he Hill. tells yeah, yeah well, he, Ro- what was it what was the
1: name of his dog his beagle
0: beagle
2: roger
1: roger, roger. <laughs> he's a little uh, jerry Clower. yes <laughs> if uh, a lot of people remember that name from from years past he... Jerry Clower, the Southern humorist. Oh. <laughs> uh, John Kennedy there from Louisiana. Yeah. All right. Between John Kennedy uh, from Louisiana and Elon Musk from Twitter.
0: Things aren't so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, at least we've been entertained. Yes. Yes. All right, we're going to be back. Uh, Steve Jordahl will join us momentarily. Thank you, Fred. You're welcome. And we'll be back in five minutes with more of today's issues on American Family Radio.
4: The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.